0: Okay, here we go now. Welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome to episode 62 of Old Dog New Tech. I'm Jeff West, and in this episode, I'm continuing my focus on student engagement uh, using Google Slides, and this time, this episode is focusing on the link to student engagement, mostly the linking of slides and how, to, how that uh, can help you in so many ways. It also can help create engaging assignments for your students once you show them the ins and outs. So it's about linking. So I have seen um, a lot of Jeopardy games. Um, I've created a few myself, but I also have used them for um, just presenting content. You know, you have terms and you want to, uh, or particular you know, areas that you're studying, and you can put them in a slide in different text boxes and then create other slides with more details about each of the words or terms or subjects, whatever it is you might be presenting. So you have the one home slide and then the rest of your slides would be hidden. So you want to make sure, or I think in slides they call it skipping, skipping the slides. In PowerPoint, I think it's hide the slide. So, but the really uh, key point that makes everything work is the link and sometimes it can be problematic and in Google slides I've had some issues where I thought my links were all set up and it would skip you know you click on the uh, the term and it takes you to the slide that's about that term and then you click on the back button and all it does is go to the next slide which it shouldn't do because I had it skipped so sometimes you have to kind of mess around with it. And if that happens, I'll give you the tip on that one. All right. So the key is that when you link, you create your text box. Don't link your term. Don't link the text. Okay. Link the text box. Not the text, but the text box. And how do you tell the difference? Well, a couple of, a couple of ways. Obviously, if you highlight the text, that's going to link the text. But if you click on the text box and you want to be sure that that's the thing you're operating, that you're going to link, when you right-click or two-finger tap if you're using uh, Chromebook, the cut and copy options in that menu, on that right-click menu, will appear. Because you can cut the text box. But if they don't, then you are actually working on the contents of the text box. Or the text so you may not have even highlighted the text in the box but if you don't you have to click just right on the edge of your uh, text box to make sure that happens another little key to this is that once you're on the slide and you want to make sure that you are linking the text box as you move your mouse across the slide you have the arrow but then you get the little plus arrows which is telling you you're going to move the text box uh, That, when you get those pluses, that's when you want to right-click. And you'll get the correct uh, thing to link. You'll get the text box to link. Then once you're on that link, or you're uh, sometimes Control-K takes you to the link. But again, you have to make sure that you're linking the text box. Then you'll have uh, the choice of link it to slides in the presentation. So all of this linking actually takes place after you make the slide with the content. So you can do it a couple of ways. You could create your entire slide presentation and then go back and link everything. Or uh, what I like to do is create my home slide with whatever the terms are, or if if it's a Jeopardy-style presentation or game, then i will go to each term and create the slides and link them to each other to the text box to the slide and always making sure i put a back or two main slide or something you know you want that home button that way you're sure that they can get back there yeah I've forgotten that a couple of times. So you want to make sure that you're putting that. Then so you'll also create a smaller text box that you'll link then to slide one. Then so you're going to you're each you're going to have several text boxes that are linked to um, uh, separate slides. So your total slide presentation may have 10, 15 slides in it, but when you actually present it, there'll only be one slide that presents, and then the text boxes actually take you to where you want to go. So there's lots of opportunities here to create student engagement. You can um, obviously do the Jeopardy game. That's multiple slides. It takes a little preparation. But you could even just do, say, two, three, or four um, text boxes. Select and color them differently, maybe change the font in each, use an image, whatever you want to put in the text box, that's fine. But you just want to make sure that you link then that text box to whatever slide you're going to jump to. So within the slide that you're jumping to, then you could put in a video or um, you could even ask questions and have it take them to another slide when they click a particular answer. It's, um, you know, kind of up to you and your creativity, whatever you think works for your students, but there's a lot of freedom. So that use of gamification, when you gamify anything, and, and really, in short, I think gamification is giving them, um, giving them or your students the freedom to choose what direction they're going how their learning happens. So you can do it in class together, or you could give it to them and let them um, operate it as a review. It really, it really just depends, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm going, gosh, I could even do a flashcard type of thing. Um, You know, if they want to almost a multiple choice, you know, if you had a term at the homepage and then you put two or three definitions and Uh, you know, clicking on the text box takes you to yes, it's correct, or no, it's not correct. Now I know you can do this in other uh, applications. You can do it online. You can use Quizlet. You can use, um, if you're learning using a learning management system, there's probably all types of uh, things you could do there between a test or an assessment type of um, activity that you could create within the learning management system if you want to assess it and collect, you know, a grade and data. However, if you are doing an opening presentation um, and you want to get the students active, giving them the opportunity even just to watch as you click and go back and forth to see if they get the, the correct answer, that can be engaging. Let a student run it as long as you have the right links back to the slide. Someone could be the game show host. Who knows? Whatever you know, whatever comes to mind, you can have them then create this. If your students are you know at that level and they're ready to go, there's no reason you can't use that. So in a way, when you use a, a Jeopardy type of a game or some sort of flashcard type of uh, uh, game, I guess be called. I don't think of flashcards as a game, but it's kind of a game, isn't it? Um, you're kind of assessing, and you can see how they're progressing. It can be a review. You can help kind of deepen the learning by adding more content uh, to the slides. It just depends, I guess, on what your lesson is. But the, the key is is to link those text boxes so that you can go back and forth and manipulate through the slide uh, the slide deck. All right. I'm checking my notes there. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. That linking of the text box is so important. And don't link the text. Otherwise, when you click on the box, if you're not clicking right on the text, uh, either nothing will happen, or like I said, I've had times where it goes to the next slide. um, Because sometimes one of the slides I have is the thank you for playing our game at the end. And it just jumps right there, and that's a little embarrassing. Yeah, game's not over yet. Okay. Make sure you link the text box. You have a, a link of the text box on your main slide, just in review here. And then you have the back to the home page on each of these skip slides. Very engaging. I've had a lot of luck with this one um, in using it in some way shape or form i don't always do like i said a huge long jeopardy game but i've also done it when i was presenting uh content to at a conference i had them choose the things they were the most interested in on a google form and then that's what i looked at but then i sent them that jeopardy game so they could look at it on their own time yeah hope that works for you coming up is our tech trick treat- our tech treat yeah. for episode 62 episode 62 tech treat is padlet that's right padlet if you haven't used padlet yet you need to t- check it out padlet lets your students share their poster or other work that they may have that they're doing or they're, they could take a png of a slide that they've that they've made or if you use canva but anything that they would download in JPG or PNG, they can share on there, and then you can create the option of commenting or of grading ABC or just four or five stars. That's the one I like to use. My students uh, have been very engaged with this. Uh, when I use Padlet, they enjoy seeing everyone's work and what they've done, and uh, you know I'm, I feel like I'm deepening that. Understanding of the content, but as well as the communication and creativity skills, which I see big gaps in sometimes in in students that I'm teaching. Some are so so creative, or great communicators, but they're not sure how to creatively communicate. And Padlet not only allows them to share that, uh, excuse me, share their work and develop those skills by uh, seeing others work, others work. I'm a little tongue-tied here. Um, but also, it allows you the freedom to take a look at what they're posting and you can get rid of that if you want to. You can set it up that way. Uh, that's why I like to use the stars. I don't have to, to worry too much about that. You know, everything's anonymous and students can see uh, how they're being rated. Padlet. Give it a go. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.